I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So today here at the top, we have a bunch of mini stories for you guys on a bunch of different topics. And then the bulk of this episode is going to be discussing actually, surprisingly, celebrity drama, several different stories that involve celebrities, but really contribute to larger conversations that are happening in the news. Let's jump in. So first and foremost, I'm going to go ahead and start with our mini stories. And I wanted to give you guys a little update on the situation in Libya. This does get a little bit graphic. So if you want to skip ahead, just, you know, hit that button. The death count in Libya is now over 11,000 confirmed deaths with 10,000 more people missing. With so much flooding leading out to the ocean, my stomach is just churning with the idea that some of these people may never be found. Remember how upsetting the fires were in Maui? You know, we've all been up in arms about that and posting about that. I mean, trauma is trauma, but this disaster has literally over a hundred times the amount of loss of life as the Maui fires. So let's just make sure that we are spreading the word about this natural disaster the same way we did about Maui and making sure we are sending aid to people as we can because this is truly a devastating loss of life and these people are really in need. Next up in our mini stories, I want to let you guys know that there has been a request for a gag order on Trump. So the special counsel led by Jack Smith in D.C. or headed up in D.C., one of the cases is in Florida, of course. He's now looking for a gag order when it comes to Trump's ongoing court cases. As we know, Trump has been regularly posting about these cases and Jack worries that it may interfere with whether or not a jury can be unbiased. He brought the judge a printout of some of Trump's most inflammatory comments about the court proceedings, some of which was about the judge herself. So we'll see how she ends up ruling. I'll definitely keep you guys posted. Stay tuned. And then for our next mini story, a UFO research director. So NASA has now introduced a new position. A UFO research director. I'm not making this up, you guys. And this, of course, is following the explosive testimony in Congress that pretty much confirmed that we have had contact with UFOs, both physical and, you know, sort of communicatory relationships with UFOs in the past. And people want answers, and I can't blame them. I do too. And for our last mini story here at the top, Mr. Zelensky goes to Washington. 
So it appears that the president of Ukraine will be coming to D.C. yet again to meet with President Biden in person, as well as members of Congress. Of course, I would imagine that top of their list to talk about is funding for the war in Ukraine. He's doing so after his meetings at the U.N. General Assembly, but I do feel that this meeting is much less shrouded in sort of secrecy as the last one. The last one was this like surprise visit. So that's an interesting shift, but I just wanted to keep you guys posted on that. And if anything important comes out of it, we'll be sure to let you know. Okay, and without further ado, we're going to jump into the different celebrity stories that we are covering today. As a reminder, though, these all are connected to sort of like bigger news happening. So they're not totally random. Actually, the last one probably isn't connected. Kind of is. Anyway, they are relevant to the news. So don't feel like this is going to be like a fluff piece like People Magazine over here. That's not really what we're doing. And for the first one, I do have to issue a content warning. This story involves sexual assault and rape. Okay, guys, we have to talk about the sexual assault and rape allegations against Russell Brand. Back in the day when I heard Katy Perry talk about how he just legit ghosted in their marriage, just took off never spoke to her again. I definitely felt that there was something wrong with this person, but I had no idea the depths of it. As of late, he's really shifted himself more towards far-right causes, which definitely felt strange because he has this kind of hippie persona. But some people have speculated that he's been doing this because he feels that fan base would be more accepting of the news he knew was going to be coming out sooner or later. There are four allegations that have come out against Russell Brand involving sexual assault and in one of the cases, rape. These allegations took place or the incidents took place between 2006 and 2013, which is right at the height of his fame, you know, when he was like in a lot of these movies that made him famous and when he was actually married to Katy Perry because he was married to her from October 2010 to July 2012. So that was right in this window as well. One of the allegations claimed that he told her to read the book Lolita, which, if you don't know, has to do with an inappropriate relationship with an underage girl and referred to her as the child, which is just bizarre and undeniably has pedophilic undertones. Russell himself posted about these allegations, basically trying to say that people are after him because of his newfound right wing views and because they think he's a conspiracy theorist, but not because these allegations have any truth to them. He has admitted to being very promiscuous through his book and through his online posting. So he's just sort of blaming it on that and leaving it there and just saying people are after him because of his political stances. So We'll definitely keep you guys posted as this plays out as it obviously ties into the bigger Me Too of it all and, you know, victimhood in general for women. So in related news, though, I wanted to shift over to the Ashton Kutcher situation and I have a quick update about that. So in related news, after writing a letter of support for Danny Masterson, we've covered this much more in detail in previous episodes, but This is a convicted rapist friend of Ashton Kutcher's. And then he went online to give basically a non-apology apology apology with his wife. Ashton Kutcher has resigned now. 
as the chairman of the board of Thorn, which is an anti-child abuse organization that he founded with Demi Moore back in 2009. At the end of the day, you can't write literal letters of support for a convicted predator and then claim that you support victims. These two are directly in conflict. So the victims spoke up and they saw action. And next up, we have to talk about the whole situation with Drew Barrymore. If you guys are confused as to why she's making apologies online, we wanted to jump in and help explain it for you guys. So Drew Barrymore is also in hot water. Definitely not as hot as Russell, but she does have some people upset at her. Let's talk about it. If you guys have been following this podcast for a while, you know that there's been an ongoing writer strike underway in Los Angeles, but really nationwide. This is affecting all different corners of the entertainment industry, putting a lot of people's shows and livelihoods on the line. But here's the thing. Writers have never gotten paid fairly, and there hasn't been a strike like this in decades. So the writers are really in their moment right now. They're very close to not only getting what they want, but what they need and deserve. So amid all of this, Drew Barrymore, who the public knows to be a kind-hearted, all-around good person, America's sweetheart, she decides to break with the picket line and go forward with the next season of her show. This, understandably, upset anyone involved with the strike. They felt she wasn't standing by them. So she published a written apology, but people were still upset. They felt it was PR-ish, which she actually then acknowledged in a video apology. However, the video then received even more public backlash with people, you know, definitely inspecting every single word of her video. Um, And it was at that point that Drew decided to pause the show's premiere, and stand with the writers and their community. I think this is a classic case of when you know better, you do better. Drew was honestly looking out for her team who had put a ton of heart and soul into the premiere, and she wanted to make sure that they kept their jobs and that they got paid. But they wanted to be fearless and let nothing stop them. But the writer's strike is bigger than them. It really is all-encompassing when it comes to entertainment. And in the end, Drew knew she had to make a tough call and do the right thing. When we know better, we do better. And at the end of the day, Drew was trying to take care of her people and her team. And that's what the writer's strike is actually all about, making sure that people are taken care of and compensated fairly. So I'm so glad that Drew is standing with the writers and She is someone that I would love to hear more from when it comes to her initial decision making to keep the show going forward. Obviously, now it has been put on pause, but I would love to dig into that subject with her if I ever had the chance, because I believe her heart was in the right place the whole time. And I would just love to hear that from her in her own words. Okay, and for our next kind of celebrity-related story, she's not directly a celebrity. She's like a political celebrity, but here we go. Content warning, this story involves graphic sexual description. I'm sorry, it couldn't be avoided, guys. Lauren Boebert, dude, I'm putting this in the category of celebrity drama because it really has less to do with politics and more to do with public embarrassment. So let's jump in. 
Lauren Boebert, a Republican congresswoman from Colorado, has been very outspoken when it comes to sexual practices and basically sexualizing children's spaces, like that specific topic, which is incredibly ironic now, given her activities last Sunday night. It was initially announced that Boebert was kicked out of a children's musical for vaping, okay? And she was seen originally in video footage, but it was like stills, leaving a date seemingly angry at this theater. She was being escorted out and wasn't happy about it. But then she denied the vaping in a post on X, formerly Twitter, and said that she was kicked out for singing and dancing too loudly or singing and and laughing too loudly, something along those lines. But it turns out neither of these things were actually the full truth, not the vaping and not the laughing. Video footage released shows Lauren Boebert in a very low cut dress being groped by her date very aggressively in the theater of a children's musical while she stroked his crotch. And I wish I could make this up, but it was like it was like they were teenagers and like what you used to do with teenagers in the back of the movie theater. At least they were at the back. She was at the front of a children's musical. She was also seen vaping on the tape. So the employees of the theater had a hard time getting her to leave and eventually threatened to call the police, which prompted Lauren and her date to finally head out. She reportedly said, though, to the employees, quote, do you know who I am and claim to be on the board of basically like some type of arts and music council for the city? And long story short, said she was going to call the mayor about them pretty bad. Her and her husband are in the process of getting a divorce. So I'm sure that this is a turbulent time for her and her family. That said, the hypocrisy is hard to miss. Okay, and for our last story today, I wanted to tell you guys about Olivia Rodrigo's VMA stage malfunction. So while on stage performing, Olivia Rodrigo was seen glancing backwards at these large sparks that were like flying up. And it was to the point where it seemed like she didn't really know what was going on. Her voice was kind of faltering, but she kept going, kept dancing, kept singing. That is until a massive curtain fell down right next to her and a man in all black ran onto stage with a clipboard and basically swept her quickly off the stage. It was very scary. The curtain fell and the whole incident had the audience shaken. They were wondering what had just happened. That is, until it became clear that this was all an act, Olivia came strutting out with her backup dancers in little pink pleated skirts with her playful wink and tongue sticking out. The audience knew that this girl is an actress, y'all. It was all apparently a nod to her new music video, Vampire, where something similar happens. Very cool, and I love it when people mix up these award shows and do something out of the box. It definitely had people guessing. And that for today is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, there is no elevator to success. You have to take the stairs. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. 
a rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh, God.